Welcome to the Faith Talk podcast. We're excited you are listening today. Prepare to be challenged and inspired through today's episode. We pray that every fear is dispelled and your faith is increased as you hear the word of God. Now, let's listen in with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the Faith Talk podcast. I have a message I want to share to you today that I shared on Pastor Kathy Emmerich's Warfare Wednesday a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to tune that up and play it right now for you. God bless. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's message. What a blessing it is to be with you this morning. And this is Warfare Wednesday. This is what equips you for warfare. Um, we're all in a war. This this battle that we face, this walk that we face with Christ is a battle. And uh, you've got to have your armor on. You've got to have everything in line because you are in a war. So I'm excited to be sharing with you this morning for Warfare Wednesday, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what it is that we're going to talk about. Um, I thank God for the opportunity. Thank Pastor Kathy for the opportunity to share with you today. And I just know that uh, that God has placed this word on my heart for this morning for you. And um, the, the word that I'm going to be talking about is from Luke chapter 8. And if you have your Bible, if you have your phone app that you can pull up uh, that as you watch and listen, we're going to look at Luke chapter 8. And, and in this particular uh, passage of scripture, uh, Jesus has just calmed a storm. He has just uh, gone to the Gadarenes and set a man free who was possessed by legions of devils. And so Jesus comes back uh, to a crowd in Luke chapter 8. And uh, that's what we're going to discuss today, what happens next. Uh, I've titled this Divine Interruptions, Divine Interruptions, and you'll see why here very, very shortly. And in Luke chapter 8, starting at verse 40, the Bible says, When Jesus returned, the, the crowd gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue, came and fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter about 12 years of age, and she was dying. As he went, the people crowded him, and a woman having a hemorrhage for 12 years, who had spent all her living on physicians but could not be healed by anyone, came to him and touched the fringe of his garment. And immediately her hemorrhage dried up. Jesus said, Who touched me? When everyone denied it, Peter and those who were with him said, Master, the crowds are pressing against you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him and declared to him before all the people why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Then he said to her daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you whole. While he was still speaking, someone from the synagogue ruler's house came saying to Jairus, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, do not fear, only believe and she will be made well. 
When he came to the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, John, and James, the father and the mother of the girl, all wept and mourned for her. But he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside and took her by the hand and called, saying, Little girl, arise. Her spirit returned, and she rose immediately. And he told her, he told them to give her food. Her parents were astonished, but he commanded them to tell no one what had happened. So we see here that that Jesus was on his way to this man's house. He came from uh, came from calming the storm, and then he came from the Gadarenes, where he set the man free with legions of devils, and then he headed to Jairus's house. But on the way to Jairus's house, he was stopped in his tracks. And uh, I could talk about so many things with this story. And we've all heard the, the messages that have been preached on this story uh, about how the woman was unclean, how she had had this sickness for 12 years. And she was known by her sickness, but Jesus called her a daughter and, and she crawled through the crowd. I could go into all that. Uh, but I want to talk to you for a few moments this morning about divine interruptions because Jesus was in no way on his way to heal this lady this day. He was in no way, uh, the purpose for his day was to go to Jairus's house and raise Jairus's daughter from the dead. That was what he was going to do, but he was stopped in his tracks. He had a divine interruption. Have you ever had a divine interruption? Have you ever had just a, a moment you're going about your day and all of a sudden something unexpected happens, something unexpected comes along and you were stopped in your tracks? And uh, I believe that there are divine interruptions that God places in our path for specific reasons and for specific things. And um, this this Warfare Wednesday is for equipping you. It's for letting you know what's coming along. It's for letting you know what lies ahead. And there are divine interruptions that you will experience in life that God has orchestrated, that God has set up. And we've got to recognize that. Sometimes when we're interrupted, we get inconvenienced, we get frustrated, we get mad, we get upset. A lot of the time when I'm interrupted, I'm already doing something and you've got to stop and you've got to figure out a way to navigate through what it is that, that the interruption has caused in your life. And, and God, though, is not caught off guard ever by interruptions. God is not caught off guard by those divine interruptions. God's not caught off guard. He's not wringing his hands wondering what's going on. God has orchestrated so many things in your life. And, and when there are divine interruptions, when you're caught off guard, when things happen unexpectedly, there are a lot of times where God has orchestrated it in your life. God has set it up for you because there are certain things that he wants you to do. There are certain things that he wants you to learn or take away from that divine interruption. Sometimes you lose your keys, right? You lose your keys. You spend an extra five or 10 minutes uh, searching for them. You, you uh, leave your phone at home. You forget your phone. You got to go back turn around and go back home. Sometimes God orchestrates these divine interruptions to save you from an accident. Sometimes he orchestrates because he has something else for you to do. Some and, uh, and even Jesus experienced a divine interruption. Right here, it talks about it in Luke chapter 8. When Jesus experienced a divine interruption. He didn't get frustrated. He didn't get mad. He stopped and he said, there's more to this than what meets the eye. There's more to this. There's something significant.
breeze through life that we're in, always chasing a goal, always chasing a destination. We never, uh, we never stop and we never see the moment for what it is. That's what I'm trying to get you to do this morning. Stop and see the moment for what it is. Don't just go through life focused on the destination. Don't just go through life focused on the next big thing. Don't just go through life focused on where you're going. Stop and focus on the moment. Stop and look at what's going on in your life right then and there. Jesus could have said, I don't have time for this. Uh, I don't, I don't have time to stop and, and minister to this lady. He could have said anything. He could have said, don't you people know who I am? Don't you people know where I'm going? Don't you people understand what's going on here? This little girl is dying and I've got to get to her house. No, he stopped. He stopped. And when those divine interruptions happen, sometimes we've just got to stop. Sometimes we can be in such a hurry that we can miss a moment that God wanted to do a miracle in. God wanted to, to do something great in this moment for this lady, but it took a divine interruption for it to happen. God wanted to do a miracle in this point in time. He really did. He wanted to do a miracle. He wanted to heal this lady's hemorrhage. And it is recorded in the Bible. That's one of the things that makes it stand out to me because John tells us that if all the things that Jesus did were to be recorded in books, the world wouldn't be big enough to hold all the books. All the books in the world would not be big enough to hold everything that Jesus did. So God specifically wanted this story recorded for a purpose and for a reason. Anytime you read something in the Bible, God wanted it specifically to be recorded so that you would read it, so that you would hear it, and it would come to your remembrance when you need it. So this particular story is recorded for a purpose and for a reason. Uh, I believe that there are a couple reasons why this story is recorded. First of all, so that we don't stop believing uh, what God tells us and what we know that God can do. God uh, this lady had had this hemorrhage for 12 years. I believe that's one of the reasons that God put this story in the Bible. But I believe also that it's to let us know that sometimes God will break into our lives and God will break into our, our, our daily routine and send us on a detour because there's a purpose in it. Some of you might be on a detour right now. Some of you might be on some sort of a, a life detour, some sort of a divine interruption for your life that you uh, that you had not expected. Something came along and it changed your course. Something came along and it changed the way that you were moving. It changed the direction that you were going in. And if we're too focused on the destination, sometimes you get in the car and uh, and you're going on a trip, right? You go on this on a vacation or you go on a road trip, a long trip, and you're focused on the destination. You just want to get to the destination. Well, there are a whole lot of things that you pass along the way. There are a whole lot of things that you go past and, and you don't stop because you want to get to the destination. But sometimes some of those places that you stop would be an enjoyable place to stop someone. And God sends us on these lines, these, uh, on these, on these, uh, roundabout interruptions in life because he has a purpose in them for us. If you're too focused on the destination, you'll miss the purpose in the divine interruption. Sometimes 
You're supposed to minister to someone in those divine interruptions. Sometimes you'll, you'll stop. God will put some sort of divine interruption in your life and you will be supposed to minister to someone, reach out to someone, tell somebody about Jesus, pray with someone. Sometimes there's a connection with someone that you need to make during those divine interruptions. Sometimes there's a lesson that you need to learn. And I believe that today somebody watching or somebody listening has felt like you've been on an extended detour. You feel like You've been on this super long interruption, some sort of uh, interruption in your life, some sort of detour in your life that has caused you to be derailed from your original plan, where you were originally headed, what you had originally intended to do. You had a plan. You had a, an idea of what you were going to do with your life. You had an idea of where you were going to head with your life. You had uh, you were working on a career and and you you were trying to get a certain career path. And then you had kids and you got sidetracked or you felt called, but you went to Bible college and no doors have opened up for you just yet for ministry. Or you had a dream from God and and you believe that it was for a business or you believe it was for something that you were supposed to do and it just hasn't materialized it yet. You're on your way to Jairus's house, but something or someone stopped you and grabbed the hem of your garment just like they did to Jesus. And you feel like you've been stopped and maybe you just don't know why. Maybe you feel like uh, you, you're just being held back. Maybe you feel like you're stuck. Maybe you feel like you're spinning your tires and you're not going anywhere. And, and it's caused you to, to just be ready to give up on on the thing that you were going towards. It's caused you to be ready to just give up on the dream that you had. It's caused you to be ready to give up on finding your soulmate, or it's caused you to be ready to give up on finding that perfect job. It's caused you to be uh, ready to give up on, on following the calling your uh, God has for your life, or getting that degree. And, and the enemy begins to whisper in your ear sometimes when we get in these extended divine interruptions in life that it's never going to happen for you, that God will, God has changed his mind about you, that God called you, but now it's, it's gone. It's in the past. That was for a season, but I'm coming to you today to ask you this question. What if it's not over? What if it's a divine interruption? What if what you're supposed to do for God isn't over? What if it's not in the past? What if it's a divine interruption? What if that, that, uh, that degree you're supposed to pursue is not over? What if it's a divine interruption that you're experiencing? You're still going to make it to your destination. You had a rest stop along the way because there's something for you to do. There's something for you to learn. There's something for you to pick up on. There's something for you to take with you. Someone you're supposed to minister to, but once the mission is accomplished, you're going forward. And that's what we see here. Jesus was on his way to Jairus's house to heal this little girl. And he was, he had a focus. He had a mission and all the disciples were focused on the same thing because they were going with him. This lady stops him, grabs his, the hem of his garment, stops him in his tracks and says, uh, Jesus says, who touched me? Who touched me? He was stopped. The d divine interruption. He was stopped in his tracks. And all the disciples say, what do you mean? We got to get going. We got to keep moving. There's this whole crowd around you all the time. There's this whole group of people around you all the time. There's a divine interruption and Jesus is recognizing it. That's one of the most important things that we can do in life when we experience the divine interruptions, the things that God puts in our life to give us a little detour, to stop us in our tracks.
That's one of the most important things we can do is stop and recognize the moment. Don't be so focused on what you're going towards that you miss the moment. You miss the, the thing that God has for you in that divine interruption. The disciples were all focused on getting to Jairus' house. Look at this crowd, they said. All these people are around you all the time. How can you tell that somebody touched you? And Jesus said, I know somebody touched me. Somebody grabbed hold of me. I felt virtue flow out from me. I felt power flow out from me. And he stopped and he recognized the moment because he knew that God wanted to do something in that instance. He knew that God wanted to do something in that moment for that lady. And so he recognized it and he said, I've got something to do here. I've got something to, to attend to here. I've got something that, that my father wants me to do in this moment. And then I'm going to move on. Then I'm going to go forward. The disciples were focused on the destination. Jesus was focused on the moment. And that is what I want you to get down on the inside of you today. Don't be so focused on your destination. Don't be so focused on the promotion. Don't be so focused on the big job. Don't be so focused on the call. Don't be so focused on the degree that you forget the little moments in life that God wants you to do something in. That God wants to get your attention somehow, some way so that you can minister to somebody, so that you can help somebody out, so that you can learn a lesson, so that you can take something away from it. I'm telling you, church, I'm telling you, body of Christ, God has a purpose. God orchestrates it all. He orchestrates these divine interruptions in your life. And one of my, uh, one of my mentors, Pastor Peoples, he's no longer with us, but he used to say to me, God does not waste anything. God doesn't waste anything. God's going to use all of it. He's going to use your pain. He's going to use your frustration. He's going to use your hurt. He's going to use your rejection. Everything you've been through, everything you've gone through to this point, and even in this season where you feel like you're delayed, you feel like you're stopped, you feel like you're spinning your tires, you feel like you're not going forward the way you'd like to, God is going to use it all. In this season of waiting, he's going to use it. He's going to use this season of waiting you're in. He's going to use this season of delay you feel like you're in. He's going to use it all because he doesn't waste anything. So you need to stop in this moment. You need to stop in this moment. Maybe you, you've been in a medical crisis. Maybe you've gone through some sort of uh, uh, medical issues that you're, you're, you're taking treatment for. You, maybe you're going through uh, some sort of uh, an in-between period between jobs and it's lasting longer than you would have liked it to. Maybe you're going through uh, a season with your family where there's things that you'd like to see healed in your family. You think things you'd like to see uh, resolved in your family and they're just not happy the way that you thought they should happen in the time frame that you thought they should happen. But those can be divine interruptions. You can stop and say, God, what is it? God, what is it that I'm supposed to do in this season? What is it that I'm supposed to learn from this? What is it that I'm supposed to take from this? Stop and recognize the moment in those divine interruptions, because if you do, I promise you there's something that God has for you in them. And this woman was a divine interruption for Jesus. But we see that she got healed and her story is told all over the world all the time because of this divine interruption. What's the divine interruption in your life? What's the thing in your life 
that, that you have have been held back by? What's the thing in your life that you've been stopped in your tracks by and you are you were thinking you were going to J. Iris's house and you've been stopped in your tracks? I've got news for you. You're still going to make it to Jairus's house. That's what Jesus did. He still made it to his destination. He just had to stop for a little bit and take care of some business. He just had to stop for a little while and say, what's going on here? This lady needed ministry. And I'm sure that things happen like this all the time to Jesus. I'm sure that things happen like this all the time. But what happens when we get divinely interrupted is we've got to recognize it for what it is. We've got to seize the moment. We've got to understand what that moment is about. And we've got to seize it. We've got to grab hold of it. We've got to use it because God wants us to do something or learn something or minister to someone in that moment, in that divine interruption. Today, you might be experiencing divine interruption in your life. Maybe it's an extended divine interruption, but I'm, I'm here to tell you, God loves you. He's not left you for one second. His plan for your life has not been derailed. You might be on a little detour right now, but God's plan for your life has not been canceled out. He has not canceled his thoughts towards you. He has not changed his mind about you. He's not left you for one second. God loves you so much. And if you're experiencing an extended divine interruption in your life, Seize the moment, ask God what it is that you're supposed to take from it or who you're supposed to minister to, do that thing, and then get back on track. I'm telling you, God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for your life. God had an appointment for you this morning that you would be on here listening to this Warfare Wednesday, and God knows. God knows exactly what you need. God knows exactly what his plan is for you. He's not confused. He's not worried. He is always right on time, and he will be with you through it all. I promise you that. I never, ever like to close something down without offering a chance for someone to be saved. And so I'm going to do that today before I close down this Warfare Wednesday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray a sinner's prayer. That's all it is. It's just a prayer. It's a prayer of commitment or rededication, recommitment. If you don't know Jesus, you can pray this prayer along with me if you uh, if you have known Jesus, if you walked with him and, and you've kind of strayed away, uh, it's time to come back. And so I want to pray this sinner's prayer with you today. And uh, if you need to recommit your life to Jesus or if you need to know Jesus for the very first time, pray this along with me and then uh, and then get a hold of me, get a hold of Pastor Kathy in, in their direct messages and uh, we'll we'll give you some next steps because this is just the first step. The journey with Jesus is a journey. It's a faith walk and you got to do it every single day. It's not just a single prayer. It's not just a single church service that you go to. This is a walk that you've got to go through every single day. So I'm going to pray this sinner's prayer. Pray it along with me. Just say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner. I believe Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross and that he rose again. I believe his blood has the power to cleanse me. So wash me in the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to hear from you because God has a plan for your life and he has a purpose for your life. Love to give you some next steps. Love to give you some guidance as to what you should do now. But I also want to pray for everybody on this live stream, this live broadcast, who is going through a divine interruption right now. It might be a little one. It might be a big one. It might be short. It might be extended. But I want you to take the time to recognize it for what it is. And I want you to seize the moment. See what it is. See what it is that you're supposed to learn from it. See what it is you're supposed to take from it. See who it is that you're supposed to minister to and recognize it rather than getting frustrated and upset and worried about the future. So I'm going to pray for you today. Father God, I thank you for every person on this Warfare Wednesday who's been watching, who's been listening. God, I ask right now that though they may be in a divine interruption, God, that they would recognize that for what it is. God, that they would not fear, that they would not worry, they would not feel like they've been derailed, they would not feel like it's going to last forever, but God, that they would understand it for what it is, that they are still going to make it to their destination, and God, that you are with them always. God, I pray that the people who they're supposed to minister to during this interruption, I pray that the people who they're supposed to speak to, the connections that are supposed to be made, will be made. God, I pray that anything they're supposed to learn from this, anything they're supposed to take from this, God, they will grab hold of it and they will learn the lessons, they will go forward, and God, they will not be delayed forever. I bind up the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel out every attack. I cancel out everything that the enemy would try to do in their lives. Every assignment from the enemy, every assignment from principalities, powers, demonic forces, I cancel it out right now in the name of Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus over their lives, over their families. God, I ask for divine pr protection. I ask God that you would be with them, that you would speak to them. God, that you would move in their lives like never before. God, let them know that you're with them. And God, I pray that as we leave this Warfare Wednesday, that you would show up in their lives in power and in anointing. And God, that they would experience your glory like they've never experienced it before. God, I speak healing this week. I speak, God, deliverance this week. I speak that family members are coming into the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you for moving on their behalf. God, if there's anyone who needs provision in their life, God, I pray that you would meet every single need. God, financially, emotionally, spiritually, provide for every need that's represented today on this Warfare Wednesday. God, we love you so much. And God, we thank you for moving. And we thank you for being here with us today. God, now I pray that as we go, you would be with us, that you would speak to us all week. And God, that you would minister as Kathy and the team are down in El Salvador. God, that there would be miracles, signs, and wonders, that there would be salvations. We just plead the blood of Jesus over them as they travel and as they minister. God, I pray right now that doors would open for them. God, that verifiable miracles would take place. God, that people would be healed, that people would be set free. God, that the demons would tremble and run when they show up. God, I pray right now that there would be a supernatural protection would happen. God, we thank you.
for this day. God, we thank you for that trip that they're on. And God, we praise you for what you're doing in our lives. We love you today, King Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me for this Warfare Wednesday. I love you, and I pray that you have a great day and a great week in the Lord. Keep praying for Kathy as she's down in El Salvador and traveling, and uh, she will be back with you, I'm sure, next week. But I appreciate this opportunity, and I appreciate you tuning in today. Have an awesome day and an awesome rest of the week in the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Faith Talk Podcast. If you would like to connect with the host, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. Be sure to check out Caleb's worship albums on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever digital music is sold or streamed. If you've been encouraged today, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. May God bless you, and remember to tune in next week for another episode of the Faith Talk Podcast.